Hello, Character Arc listeners. Welcome to the Character Arc Podcast, where each week we watch a movie. We're going to talk about that movie, give a brief synopsis, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, maybe offer some changes we would make if we were the ones making the film, and end with a final thought. My name is Richard Bertelson. I'm Ted Hong. And joining us today is special guest... Nick Slake. And this week we watched Justice League Dark colon Apocalypse War. <laughs> Colon. Exclamation <laughs> Exclamation point. point, exclamation point. Darkseid knew every part of our plan. Those things that attacked us were half parademon, half doomsday. Barry and Hal fought hard, but were taken down. So let's start with our famed contorted synopsis. My synopsis is King Shark is a shark. Fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. That was my fucking... I think that was everyone's. (laughs) Well, synopsis over. (laughs) Because I was just telling Nick that. I was like, all right, well, that's what I'm going with. Uh, Okay, fine. Nightwing. (laughs) Come on. Ted's very upset about Nightwing's representation. I'm so upset with Nightwing. (laughs) Nightwing is brutally murdered, brought back to life as an invalid. (laughs) Where he carries the rest of his days in a daze. Oh, just God, awful. All right, but there it is. King Shark is a shark. (laughs) Do you have one, Nick? Uh, I mean, a bunch of your favorite DC superheroes get brutally slaughtered and king shark is a shark (laughs) (laughs) so the real synopsis of this film is essentially that they go on a mission to i mean it's take out dark side and they fail which we skip over there's that comic run but it it in no way is close to it right it just kind of starts yeah and then and then after that after we skip the two years where they failed their mission then Superman comes without his powers because he's been injected with crypt- liquid kryptonite with Raven, and they enlist John Constantine and that demon guy whose name is Erdogan. Etrigan. Etrigan. Not, Et- not yeah. a South Etrigan. American Etrigan. dictator. Remember, he's yeah. not a South American dictator. No. <laughs> no. They go to take out Darkseid. That's 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 really all. I mean, then they fight a whole bunch. They enlist a whole bunch of more people who systematically get their limbs ripped off pretty much they keep introducing characters just to kill them right just yeah. to rip yeah. their limbs yeah. right off or just mortal combat fatalities yeah no they no. felt like mortal combat fatalities yeah for well, sure i mean there was the dc mortal combat crossover all, yeah that's true it's all warner brothers yeah uh, warner Maybe brothers so. makes mortal combat yep. now as the flash goes back he jumps into the mortal combat universe and then brings them over <laughs> and that's the new one that, this, I that's that's the next that movie, movie. Yeah. i would watch that in a heartbeat <laughs> absolutely yes uh, Ted, you're you're gonna you're gonna work on that with Warner Brothers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and pitch it to them. Get over here, Ted. How did you like this movie? Uh, it's exa- it's what I anticipated after 15 movies of. I mean, I haven't seen maybe two of them, um, the more recent ones. But so I guess to be clear, Ted is telling us, Ted is informing us that this completes a 15 movie arc. I have seen none of those movies. That's right. I've um, seen like one or two. Yeah, <laughs> jumping may, in on may, the last one. This might be the second or third one that I've seen recently. 
I enjoyed it though. I mean, just from a sheer like yeah. enjoyment aspect, like I got laughs. I got plenty of laughs. Oh yeah, for I got sure. plenty of moments where I went, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I agree. Uh, lots of little one-liners that were really great. A lot of zingers. Uh, it just overall, I had fun watching it. It benefits from having read a bunch of... like. I Even though I haven't seen the movies, I've read a bunch of the comics. I've read all of Batman's New 52 run, all Justice League Dark New 52 run, and all of most of Batman Rebirth, as well as a couple others. So... What all I'm saying is that the characters I'm already familiar with them. They don't have to spend a lot of time building them up. No. So when they, they get their they when they get their arms ripped off, it means something to me. Or their throat slid, right. or their their, <laughs> their brain snapped. pierced through, or <laughs> so slowly decapitated. I do recognize though that if you weren't like this movie's liquefied by magma. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a there's actually a good shot, like a good cinematic shot when. Uh, <laughs> He pours magma over yeah. the lantern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't watch this movie unless you already care about DC comic characters. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you definitely don't start here because like, <laughs> <laughs> they... It, it literally... It starts with your generic, like, here is every character in the DC universe gathering against one enemy, and then they all start to die. Watch them die. Yeah. But like, the thing is, it's like some of the way they bring some of the characters back is just... It's laughable. Like, okay, half of Mira's face is ripped off, but they'll craft a robotic skull for her only on one half of her face. But if you looked at it, the animation is just her lips. Just imagine skin that's just sagging on the side because it won't adhere to the metallic skull. So every time she talks, it's just kind of flapping against it. But it's a, but it's a, that's why it's a cartoon, Theodore. Ted, Ted is referencing the fact that uh, the, the first run of superheroes who get maimed brutally, um, they come back later as villains who are half cyborgs and controlled by Darkseid. And why cyborgs? Because the parademons... I mean, they're just they're just Superman's DNA. Well, no, they That's were paradooms. okay. So basically, parad parademons and paradooms are just the the flying monkeys of our wicked witch of the west, which right. is apocalypse. They're not robots. They're though. not robots. Yeah, they're they're like flesh and blood creatures. Right. Flesh and blood. He uses them like the witch does. In the, they just yeah. swarm and they just do his bidding. But they're made up of DNA from like a lot of different people. Exactly. See, uh, gross. <laughs> the petri dish of I think he like kept I feel like every time Apocalypse like captured a superhero he added their DNA to them uh this is I'm not on no. board with this at all yeah that's that's that's, I, that, that's, that's right. what it left me to assume uh, I'm not saying it's wrong I'm just saying it's gross but yeah yeah it's just a giant petri dish of <laughs> yeah I don't know very much about dark side honestly he hasn't come up in a lot of the reading that I've done um and I haven't watched a lot of these movies um but I will say that I liked this one enough that I'd be interested in watching more of them I, yeah, oh, yeah there's some some of them are really good as I, I was suggesting flashpoint previously. Mm -hmm. Um, it makes yeah, it does make me want to go back and rewatch. Like, how did we get to this point? Because this was just all hell broke, literally all hell broke loose. And jumping on just like some actual like filmmaking stuff, it's it's never really bad. In the like the dialogue, I mean, you know what? Oh, no the dialogue way. is pretty well written. Like it's it's off the nose. It's like it has subtext. The film doesn't waste time in any given place. It's very efficient. Like the weird thing is, like sometimes the way it's shot, it's actually shot like a better movie. When I say that, what I mean is like it will cut back and forth between characters. When a character says something, then it will go to a reaction shot of the other character who has nothing to say. 
And so normally in a movie, though, the actor has some kind of emotional expression. But because this is animated, it's th- it's just them in neutral face. Yeah. So it's really weird. That was Because someone will say something really dramatic, and mm-hmm. then it'll cut back to Damien, and he's just neutral face. But that's, da- like, but that's <laughs> but there's a fix for that. That's Damien's character, though. That's true, quote, yeah. Unquote. That D- Damien never reacts I mean, I, I feel like it does that with... With John too, what, and with like, everyone, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I felt Damien really awkward in the scene the with John and Montana because like, he's his eyes narrow. But uh, go on. <laughs> but yeah, for me, the the scenes with John and Z- Zatanna were a little. They almost felt awkwardly drawn compared to some of the other scenes. But maybe that might have been because they were in that weird, like heaven scenario that, with all the field of flowers. Like it felt that particular scene felt like it was almost drawn different. Uh, to me, then I don't know that it was drawn different, but I think you might be picking up on that same concept, which is that that scene is supposed to be two people in love having a very serious moment, and I think that the animation is somewhat stiff. Yeah, and it doesn't really convey the emotions that an actor can, or like Pixar animation can, right? Or which, how anime <laughs> just throw they, they may go a little overboard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. they certainly do. <laughs> But you know, there's got to be a there's middle a, there's ground. There's a middle ground. Yeah. yeah there's a middle ground. But otherwise, no. I I generally loved the the back and forth between the characters, except for, for sure. uh, Constantine's line at the beginning, where a he ciggy. says, "I needed a ciggy." <laughs> did you see how many times everyone did that? Because then the then they were like Batsy, Clarky, and Clarky, and Clark- it's like, why? What the fuck? <laughs> why? Yeah. yeah, it was. Why does Constantine add e to the end of everything? Why are you fucking babies, <laughs> <laughs> baby? <laughs> did you hold on? Sorry, yeah. I just wanted. To, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but there's a there's a a shot where Harley Quinn is hanging her arm over Lois, and the the proportion of that is weird because her elbow joint. Is wrapped around, you know, like it would be like you're hanging your arm around someone's neck. Mm-hmm. Her arm is like extended all the way down to her waist, which I don't think that. Well, it couldn't have. It's just, it her forearm, just, it's her just like drapes all the way through. <laughs> they they couldn't draw it stopping higher. Right. Yeah, because so. it would like stop at the boob, which is actually I mean, would have been probably spot on for yeah, harley exactly so they should have done it yeah. it's not like the movie shot away from stuff like that exactly. no, they said fuck at one point mm-hmm. who said it that was, it was said, that was harley mm-hmm. quinn it was actually said twice was it yeah um because raven says it at one point oh Does that's she? right oh that's right who she said does. it what, she said something like nothing this it, or fuck this or something like oh, that. okay yeah. okay so it was harley and then raven i think a lot of the plot of this movie is Oh, that's right. John can do magic. Yeah. yeah. Meaning that, <laughs> that they're all, all the other superheroes. Like, he's kind of the main character. And a lot of the other heroes keep fighting and doing stuff. And then, then John's like, oh, yeah, I can cast I can a spell this. and kind of fix this problem. It or, is super weird. This movie kind of made it seem like John Constantine's the most important DC character in the entire universe. Well, I mean, it's yeah. the Justice League dark where he is definitely featured more prominently. Yeah, which is weird, too, because it's not... Like, if this were a comic, you wouldn't really look at this as a Justice League Dark comic. No. I mean, it's more of a Justice League comic. Yeah. Which is very strange that it ended with Justice League Dark instead of the, the you know... the Or it ended with Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. But they were kind of a Justice League Dark because they were a dark version of the Justice League. Right. <laughs> they were well, just this... It's, it's, not, it's not meant to be the property. It's it a is, pun. It is like, so crazy. <laughs> the the final shot of the the... The cartoon is this like a beach shot of a completely destroyed background, and it's all the the remaining living characters in their half cyborg mangled, partially dead forms. 
uh, except for Superman, who Superman looks perfectly fine, like nothing has ever happened to him. I want to get to that in a second. <laughs> and and then and then Flash drops the Flash, an atomic bomb. <laughs> the Flash runs off into the sunset and resets the universe. So you know, snap your fingers, do your stare. <laughs> we did talk about uh, before we started recording whether or not that was Deus Ex Machina, which is the idea that that uh, means uh, you know whatever machine of the, the gods. Mm-hmm. Which is an idea that a story ends because someone just magically fixes it. The characters don't have to overcome. And I don't feel like this movie has that problem because they overcome the problem. The world just sucks when they do. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to reset it. And, I mean, I don't know how that matters. Like, we kind of... Also, because this, again, if you're not a DC fan, this movie hits differently. Because I also know that if he goes back and resets time... There's a lot of other problems he's going to cause. Right. It's not just an easy fix. It'll be right. other problems, which also begs the question, well, then why do it? Right. Like, right. I know, I know, what is it? Constantine makes the comment at the end. He's like, whatever happens couldn't possibly be worse than this. And it's it like, could well, you, you could have lost. Right. You, you, <laughs> exactly. It, it could happen the exact same way, except this next time you lose. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, they keep suggesting like, Superman's like, hey, there's a billion people on this planet, which where? How? Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah. when they did that whole establishing <laughs> shot of the planet, it looked like it was already hellfire throughout the planet. And why does it have to be two years? I don't understand. If it just happened and the parademons, paradooms, whatever the hell, come and invade the planet, paradoons. does it really take two years to suck the magma out of the planet? Also, question since you've seen some of the other movies, why? Is is Apocalypse powered by other planets' cores? Uh, Well, in this case, he's like the Galactus of also of um, DC. They call them Reapers or Reavers. I think they call them Reapers, the machines that do it. Yeah. Um, And the way they look in that name, um, it's it is the whole conceit of the Mass Effect movie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the Mass it's of, the Mass Superman. Game. No, it's Man of Steel. Um, <laughs> is what it is. Where they're going to? It is also geo, that. Yeah, they're gonna. What is it? But geo, um, terraform the planet. Right. This is not a particularly original idea. I guess is all my. Which <laughs> comics in general do that all the time. They borrow. They rehash. Rehash. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not bothered by it. Really, I just pointing it out. That's all. When I was talking about the Deus Ex Machina thing, I was. I think the trope is like it's because magic, mm-hmm. where Superman gets his clothes back, or. Constantine remembers that he can do magic or Robin's face comes back, you know, <laughs> and all of his clothes. It's just, you know, it's just all of it. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, what we're talking about there is that the final fight, um, Superman uh, at, at the, at this point by the most of this movie, Superman has been injected with liquid kryptonite and a tattoo on his chest of like his S and therefore he's, He's old looking. He's got gray hair. He looks weathered. He's kind of, kind of like uh, dying from like kryptonite poisoning. Poisoning basically, and then this random scene happens. Is it when he overcomes the god? Because uh, what Trigon's yeah, already Trigon. in him, yeah. and so he overcomes him. Yeah, he expels Tri- Trigon, and uh, for some reason who... that means he grows clothes and boots and capes. Right. Like, He's like naked basically, except for like pants because. Yeah. Do our uh, dark side just like specifically lasered off his shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For what reason? Oh, let me see that chest. Again. Oh yeah. I mean, it was to disarm him because the suit was giving him some kind of superpower. Okay, but... I see the logic there, but 
That's not the impression that I got. Whatever, from it. whatever it was, Dark Side has to tell himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was to take away any advantage that Superman thought he may have in the situation. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But but yes, no, it it was he wanted to see that. I buy that. Yeah, that inked chest. <laughs> but my initial reaction was that Dark Side has this sexual arousal <laughs> from Superman. I mean, he it's does like, have oh, a yeah, Superman fetish. He is obsessed. That is true. He didn't kill him. No, he he wanted him as like a little pet. And these are kind of in the final moments where, yeah, um, Damien has to show down with Batman because Batman's kind of corrupted also through most of the film and his Emperor Palpatine the shit in his big giant throne. Well, that's what and his, <clears throat> that's our two years later. <laughs> like we we start out we start out this movie with uh, with them going to fight Apocalypse the first time. But then you find out that Apocalypse knows that they're coming, or uh, Darkseid knows that they're coming, and most of them get killed, and some of them get captured and like brain wiped. And then, of course, then there's like you know, Flash to two years later, and now Batman is uh, Darkseid's number one lackey. Which can I point that out? Because at one point, when Darkseid wants Batman to kill Damien, he says, "Do it and become my number one lieutenant." And is like, is he not already? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of seems some... like he is. You gave him a throne. Yeah. <laughs> no, you gave the him Mobius the, the Mobius chair. chair. Yeah, man, some big guns. That's I why. Know. That's why Batman turned back good again. He's like, bitch, I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of the chair. <laughs> Can't, you can't promote me into my job. <laughs> it broke his brain. Yeah, <laughs> a little that little electric twitch in his eye that happened. But then, um, but yeah, Damien is like fucking Shang Tsung. Like he just yeah. withers into this husk. And then, uh, before, prior to that, though, uh, that's where Trigon just snaps fucking Constantine's neck. So everyone dies. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's like. Well, what are we going to do? We need John Constantine. Well, <laughs> and then, then it's to his body. It's just mangled. It's so rough looking. He's just clearly ragdolled on the side. And then we, cut, then we cut to a scene with Zatanna and, which Nick, you mentioned earlier, Zatanna and Constantine, which is a de- it's not a long, long scene, but it's long enough that when we cut back, it just cuts back to Cyborg and Batman still staring at his corpse. <laughs> like like they knew that they needed him, but no one had any ideas, so they just stared at him. Maybe if we stare long enough, <laughs> he'll come back to life. And then he did. Oh, <laughs> shit. It worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> they stared at him so long enough, something happened. But what it wasn't, it was Raven that brought them both Raven, uh, Z- Raven did everything, no, right? Zatanna brought John back. Raven brought uh, Damien back. Phoenix down. There's two different. I, I was yeah. that was very unclear to me. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought magic. Raven. Because I magic, thought Raven. Yeah, yeah because there, magic. That's yeah. what. That's that, that. I think that's my problem with it. It's like, yeah, there's magic, but even then, there should be some sort of logical connection between A to B, right? And they even tried to shoehorn this in by saying, "Well, I can't teleport people. I need ten hours to prepare this," and then he does. Some um, magical Here's, feats, like going on some changes to make it like stronger in the way that you're talking about, Ted. Like a like, harder system. They did. They did put in place that John needed uh, objects to cast spells. Right. Like he breaks the glasses. Like whatever. He has the globe. He's got like the lighter. He, he always yeah. needs some object. So what you do is in the end when he's fighting, uh, he's without the object, and someone has to get him something. Yeah. Like use the rules you put in because the, there is yes. there is a rule to his magic. But he just always has the thing. So the, the 
there's no point of having the rule because it never presents conflict. Yes. So use that rule that you established well, that's to because, present conflict. Yep. It's D and D rules. He is a he's a mage. He has a prepared spells list. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, does anyone have any kind of changes they would make? What do you want to? Well, what would you, you already rather? know? You already know where I would go. Oh, Nightwing God. is the right. star. All right, here we John, go. Uh, Nightwing snaps John's <laughs> neck, and then Nightwing we snap to <laughs> we snap to two years later. Nightwing somehow survived. He has rounded all the surrounding heroes that are left alive. They mount one last. <laughs> what Nick is saying, honestly, that already fits his character because that has even been said in the comics for Nightwing. He's he's the kinder Batman, and he's the most experienced. He's the most experienced. Yeah. He would round out round up people. He's Batman, but not an asshole. Right. He's not the brooding <laughs> kind that just kind of goes into the corner. No, exactly. And I think it's kind of weird that Damien kind of takes the spotlight. It makes sense because I, there's I, the connection to Batman. I think Damien ends up when once Damien introduced into the story of of the comics. I think Damien takes precedence because he's because he's Robin. Yeah, he's actually yeah. his child, and he's Robin. Yeah. Night, uh, Dick Grayson is no longer Robin, right? So he's no longer tied to Batman really in any way, other than because it's not yeah, Batman yeah. and Nightwing, right? It's Batman and Robin. And in this case, you know they they. Took away two characters in the Bat family, which was uh, Jason Todd and Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Nightwing the, is very prevalent in the comic books, he is, at least. I mean, he's kind of had a shitty run lately. Yeah. But uh, waiting for him to come back, and it looks like it might be good. But that's a separate thing. Okay, so for changes. <laughs> um, not not in a straight jacket, though. Oh, my God. Why do they have to do him dirty? I don't understand. <laughs> they couldn't just kill him or rip him to shreds like everyone else. Because everyone... No, they had to kill him, bring him back, and he's a fucking loony. And uh, they, so, the last time you see him, he's in a fucking straitjacket. Pretty much crying in someone's lap. In someone's yeah. lap, yes. How could you demean him like that? So much. And Damien almost, brought him back with the Lazarus pit. Right. Is what they, they exclaimed, yeah. and it, it drove him mad. And so they just locked him in a room. In the it's basement. Just, I, I like. I want to see that. I want to see the, like the in between, in between two years, where Damien just like puts him in the Lazarus pit, and, and, and Dick Grayson comes back all fucked up, and he's like, he just kind of pushes him into a room. Well, well I guess I'm not doing anything else with this. Oops. <laughs> and it, it's also kind of weird because like every any other character that's featured that had gone into the Lazarus pit seems to come out pretty pretty banging. Don't they? They Rache? don't come out crazy. They don't come out like. Mentally broken, they come out I mean, evil sometimes. Yeah, they do. Yes, they come out. Like yeah. Jason Todd, they're, they're, they're broken. Like, I mean, that's one of the iterations for Jason Todd. They're not crying came. in a stray jacket, is what I'm saying. They're just yeah. darker, they're, right? Yeah, just, yeah, I mean, yeah. That what they in the CW, they had a couple people come back from the Lazarus Pit, and they usually come back as bad guys. They're their evil bit. twin. They're the evil twin yeah. version of yeah. themselves. Yeah, but no, they decided to go the route like of crippling. They could have made him a villain of this movie if yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. Well, I mean, not necessarily. Like, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. But he would have been an extra. Listen, listen. What he, I'm saying is, he would rather he would not the straight the jacket. Character. He would rather the fucking straight jacket. <laughs> I'm saying that he would obviously not take a huge role. It would have been interesting. It would have added conflict. Oh shit! Um, but one last comment about Nightwing. Throughout the movies where he's introduced. He always gets the shitty end. Like he gets his arm broken like twice in different movies. 
It's the same one. And <laughs> you can kind of see it in the comics too. I think one of the part of the problem is that none of the Robins, unless they're specifically important to the none of the Bat family, I mean, unless they're specifically important to the plot line. Like you see that in even in um Rebirth. I didn't read all of Detective Comics, but I read a decent number of them. Like Batman kind of ignored the Batman run itself ignores the Bat family because Except for when, like, Decoration well, shows up as a character in a very specific run. I because think there what was he's a supposed beef, to do, there's like, there's, like, three Robins and Batgirl and Batwoman, which are two different characters. It's, like, and also Signal, Bat-Signal or whatever Signal, the fuck his name yeah. is. Like, yeah. it's too many characters, which is why I think Detective Comics ended up being just everyone except Batman. Because they just kept replacing Robin so many times that what are you supposed to do with these pe- this number of people? But, you know, okay, so there was the one movie, which you saw, the title was Bad Blood, where it's the battle for the cowl. It's where Batman goes into, like, some time travel thing, and then... Uh, As he does. Yeah. Uh, and then Dick Grayson takes over the, the cowl. And then there's the whole Dick and Damien run. Double Ds. The Double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> and that was great, because there was such a contrast to it, right? And... They could have had a. I'm not. I don't know. Really, I don't really have any particular. Is it? Is it really a contrast, or is it just now you have adult Dick Grayson, who instead of talking back to adult Batman, is just now talking back to child Batman. It's yeah. It's essentially that. It's like Adam West and Ben Affleck as Robin. What? So, <laughs> oh, I got the okay. character because no, he's so I fucking you, I got you. Okay. moody and dark. Oh, oh, they and he's willing to kill. Okay. And it's I just get like, what you yeah. mean now. Yeah. It's like Whereas, if Ben Affleck was playing Damien. Yes, and Adam West because was. Ben Affleck's Batman is a it's a sad Batman. Yes, yeah, and that's it's that's how it was. And I mean, I mean, not, well, Damien, uh, kind of mincing my words here, but yeah. Uh, Nick, do you have any final thoughts or things you want to hit on before we go? No, I mean, like I said, I I thought it was just fun. Like it's literally just a bunch of your your favorite. They they pretty much go through and systematically at some point show you the death of every DC comic book character you you like, right? So or don't like. Well, and King Shark eats a lot of people. Yeah, King Shark's a, King Shark's a fucking shark. King Shark is a shark. Well, this is where I would also suggest watching um, Flashpoint, which I know you guys are already aware of that mm. the whole. Um, story arc i mean there's a lot of that in there too we should do an episode on that too. go back and watch flashpoint yeah i'm fine with that because this is flashpoint b let's go to flashpoint a this is it all from flashpoint b to flashpoint a uh i would no i'd be down for that uh it like i think richard said it earlier like this makes me want to watch some of the other movies these rated r cartoons from dc they're fun it adds Uh, more it heightens the stakes yeah, I think uh, it's it's kind of weird how even though this movie is contingent on you having background with the characters, it's kind of weird how DC has made so many bad live action movies, but the the animated movies are good, are pretty good. I got yeah. I got my final words, guys. Yeah, suck it, bitches. Oh, there you go. That was good. That was good. Yeah, you cyborg's like that? last words. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so cyborg is teleporting the whole planet of Apocalypse. The Demon Lord, Trigon, and Darkseid uh, through a boom tube portal into what you assume is just nothingness. Empty space. Empty empty space. Nowhere. It traveled <laughs> to the Marvel Universe. And, and Cyborg is um, 
basically integrated with the wall in in the computer room of the planet so he knows he's gonna die i and, uh, we have to get out of here but i i love when they come upon him in that state because he's like you guys can't do you guys can't pass and he's dark side's gonna get you and i just pictured one of them being like i mean you're in a wall like it's <laughs> walking past him just because and in fact that's kind of what happens constantine just starts doing quote-unquote Techno magic on him, right? right. Oh, yeah. Which is something that was invented. I'm pretty sure at that moment. at that moment, yeah. <laughs> Again, because of magic and techno magic, uh, where Trigon gets a body. Oh yeah, I did. Oh, at the that's very right, end, yeah. they established that he needed a host, and then all of a sudden, he how just, Superman gets corrupted? Yeah, all of a sudden he just has a fucking body, Dave, just out of nowhere. Machina. That is Deus Ex Machina. You Boom. are correct. Dropped. We finally I can't got drop there, guys. Mic. Yeah, no, full full circle. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. <laughs> well, hopefully we will return. I mean, especially if movie theater stays shut down, then we'll definitely watch Flashpoint sometime soon. But even if they reopen and we watch some new stuff, we'll still watch Flashpoint sooner or later. Um, thank you guys for joining us for the Character Arc Podcast. Please do rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. Any app that has a five-star button, hit it. Um, you can follow us on at Facebook. You can follow us. <laughs> you can follow us Use the on right Facebook and Instagram at Character Arc. You can visit us at characterarc.net. Um, thank you so much for listening. My name is Richard Bertelson. And I'm Ted. Uh, and I am uh, I'm King Shark. Oh, and I am a shark. That's good. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. Suck, Suck it, bitches. bitches.